0: Hi there, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today we're on episode 43, and we're talking about the future of wearable fitness technology. It's actually quite a cool topic.
1: Yeah. Um...
0: You want to kick us off, John? You've got a Swift.
1: I do have a Swift.
0: Um, yeah. Uh... Or whatever yeah, it's called. It's
1: like... Yeah, wee we fucking bike turbo banner? What's the um,
0: what's the thing that you wear again? What was that called? Like your chest, oh, your chest like I've thing. got a
1: chest heart rate monitor. That I've got a polar um chest heart rate monitor, and I've got a watch as well. But hmm. chest one's pretty cool. Um, but for, I suppose like the the power of that is all the stuff I have for that goes connects to my. I've got a little computer on my bike that it all connects up to. So. Each individual thing doesn't have to do much work, but the computer does loads. Um, and I generally almost don't know how much more data they can give you, because um, I I don't ha- I need I need lol I am not, but um, you can get like parameters and everything, so it can tell you exactly how much watts you're putting out every pedal stroke, on each pedal, like ninety times a minute, like it. So and then. You get your heart rate, and you get speed, distance, all this stuff. Um, I'm not sure how much more information you can get from a wearable. I'm sure someone will figure it out. Um, it can give you your <laughs> currently watches can give you your sats, but I'm I'm not overly. I don't overly trust that because sometimes it says your what oxygen sorry saturation, light oh, light oxygen oh oxygen yeah. And sometimes it's like ninety-two percent, and I'm like, I know that if I was in hospital, they would be potentially worried about that as a healthy young man. At ninety-two percent, that would be like, they'd be like, "Hmm, that's interesting." So like, if that's happening when I'm exercising, that's a bit worrying.
0: Do you, do you want a funny an, o, an O2 saturation story that's quite? Uh, I was I was using it to stress out one of our clients yesterday, who's a nurse. Nice. Yep, uh, ma- mainly, she was already stressed out because. I had forgotten my inhaler. I'm a lifelong asthmatic. I'd forgotten my reliever, uh, and mm-hmm. the drop in temperature can sometimes get me a little bit wheezy, um specifically uh, in our gym cause it is a, a le- it is a more dusty environment than where I live. Uh that is all. However, I'd forgotten it, but I'm usually not that bothered when I forget mine, Hitler, because I'm like, I've got backups. I've got backups and, like, backups to backups. However, my backup was empty. <laughs> it was, oh, no. it literally had about one good use in it, and then it was empty, and I was like, nah, snap. The, back when I got OG recipe glass bottle COVID back in, been February, uh, the point at which I decided to go to the hospital was when the O2 stat, the sat tracker I'd ordered off Amazon said my blood O2 was 88. <laughs> and i was like i yeah. i really don't feel that well at all like and these asthma meds are not making a dent in my ability to breathe and uh, i think i might go to the hospital uh, <laughs> and they were also deeply concerned <laughs> yeah unsurprisingly i was like mm, yeah this is uh this really fucking sucks <laughs> this is uh unfun yeah the, uh, so, talking about wearable yeah. fitness tech have also found that you can get fucking smart swim goggles that have like a heads up display in them that's dope that's pretty sick maybe that
1: would be a cool thing for like cycling and stuff you'll be able to see the road ahead of you oh that's pretty cool one it, thing that is quite cool that's come out recently for cycling it's not a wearable tech but it goes in your bike so i'm gonna put that down as wearable um so it's a rear light by garmin um and it's extortionate but it's got um a radar on the back of it Mm-hmm. So it'll tell you when a car is coming up behind you and how fast it's going, so you aren't about to get buzzed by someone going seventy miles an hour without knowing. It will like come up and you're look.
0: Like, uh-huh, "That's quite wild." Um, and the new one
1: has a camera on it, so if a uh, van or car like buzzes you too close, it will like automatically record it, so you can like send it to the police.
0: Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty. Fucking Which is kind cool.
1: of like snitchy, but also <laughs>
0: dash cams for bikes.
1: Yeah, but also it does get a bit rowdy sometimes so yeah i was about to
0: say people people literally are like don't don't understand that just because your car can fit does not make it an act an accurate cycle pass you have to give them like six six feet of space or whatever the fuck is like room enough to fall over six
1: feet is good but if i could reach out and knock on your window bad
0: (laughs) correct yeah the um the i don't wear that much fitness tech i have a step counter thing uh that is pretty much all i use uh, just to track my steps because as we've spoken about before it's probably the most accurate uh, measurable that is both accurate that a device can accurately like it, it is close to correct on how many like you yeah. get some people on a treadmill with a wrist tracker and you measure them out 10,000 steps and then see how many the watch counts like the watch counts accurately reasonably enough um, yeah. Versus the calorie expenditure stuff on watches, which is horrifically inaccurate. So inaccurate yes, that terrible. it's essentially not worth looking at. Uh, because... It is sometimes fun though. You're like, oh, I, I mean, burned
1: three thousand calories doing that. Yeah,
0: um, and you're like, I did you like I mean, you did without that, without I'm using sure. yeah without using a gas exchange, it would be very difficult. I was just
1: literally just about to say. So sorry to like completely interrupt. Like, i I'm literally was my next point of like the first time a training mask could be useful.
0: Yeah, literally. It's not an allergen mask. Could, <laughs> it's a gas exchange no. mask. <laughs> if, if we could do
1: a gas exchange, and then you'd be like, "You burnt fucking exactly this many calories."
0: Oh, bro! If you got fucking, I can't imagine how much the first generation of those would cost. Yeah, but then also, to... like,
1: what? What's the point?
0: You just buy you the lab equipment. You,
1: yeah, but also, you just like find out, and you are like, "All right, cool. I'll, I'll just go eat loads anyway. That's all right."
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> like uh, it, it's not gonna be overly useful, is
0: it? I th- I think the one thing that a lot of people. Uh, one one thing that's kind of popular in wearable fitness tech is the million dollar question that I don't think they have answered yet, at least I'm not aware of it because it literally would be a gajillion dollar idea is a way to accurately track readiness to train consistent with performance outcomes like, if you develop some kind of test where like, fucking manu players or whatever rock up at the facility in the morning They take the test and it's like, oh, this person is X percent ready to train or can train at this percentage capacity and still be okay for a predetermined date where you need them to be a 100 percent or something like some kind of feed forward. Like all these kind of training metrics are always like feedback, like you wait, like after you have done something, it tells you accurately what you did versus predictive readiness or predictive outcome.
1: The closest thing that you there is, I would say, is Whoop. If you've heard of that,
0: yeah, I have. These are the belts and stuff, right?
1: Uh, It's a watch, but yeah, um, but it's not a watch actually, because it doesn't tell you the time. But it's effective It's like a wrist, like, like monitor, um, and it gives you a percentage recovery readiness every day. And it's based on like your orthostatic heart rate, which is like your heart rate variability in the morning, um, your sleep, and a bunch of other stuff. But it doesn't like predict, so it couldn't be like if you do X, Y, and Z, you'll be yeah, this recovered. But like after months, you can essentially look back on the day and be like, well, if I do X, Y, and Z, I will be one hundred percent recovered. Theory by tomorrow.
0: Yeah, like in things. in theory, you can use it like retroactively. Like you you can observe the data trends and attempt to use that to predict future outcomes. But, uh, yeah, there's nothing, it, but it doesn't quite give you the yeah. As as fucking. Uh, it's also uh, extortionate. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, I imagine so. I was about to say, as, as anyone who attempts to track the stock market or plays fantasy football will know, <laughs> uh, past outcomes do not often predict future outcomes. No. They some um, they quite often do, but not always. Whereas if you had something that is essentially some sort of fucking performance divination spell. That is what you're ultimately kind of looking for. Because if you invent that, have a, literally all the money that sports in the world can throw at you, because you deserve it. Because it's a really difficult question to ask.
1: Yeah, but I think whoops probably the closest to that. Just, um... but yeah, can't predict anything going forward. But
0: yeah, and data data is useful. Like you can really kind of predict future outcomes. Like roughly like you can kind of predict how things will go based on prior experience and other stuff but it's just all the yeah it's more just a kind of data collection device rather than an outcome predictor device whereas if you manage to somehow invent the tech for outcome predictive like the average fitness enthusiast can wake up wearing the thing yeah. And it can be like, oh, well, if you, like, number one, your breakfast needs to contain this based off your stats currently. Like, wild. Like, based on previous data and what we aim to do going forward, your breakfast needs to contain these things. Probably pick some of these foods. Uh, you are currently this ready to train if you do that, and this ready to train if you don't. Um, Yeah, that would be a game changer. Um, Although heads-up display fucking swim goggles pretty cool i hadn't realized they've actually invented like headphones that you can wear in the pool so you can actually listen to music when you swim that's pretty dope
1: yeah um we've got like it, if it's the same ones like the aeropex ones they're like bone conducting as well so they're really good for cycling because you can hear like the roads and stuff and have tunes on
0: nice cool. I did always find that a bit wild with cycling. It's like on like a motorbike, you're going too fast to hear anything anyway. There's also an engine under your legs, but on like a an actual cycle bike, you probably do want to keep your wits kind of your hearing kind of about. But then it gets kind of boring because you're not listening to banging tunes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's us for the kind of future of wearable fitness tech. I think all of us would like to see those kind of predictor outcome things as much as it would be. I think it would be super dope for professional sports to get that uh, predictive and that kind of optimized even more. Which is pretty sick. And we will see you guys in the next one.
1: Bye.